Answers with Amy Toy. We have a very special guest. She was on a few months ago. Um, I call those repeat offenders. They're back on the show because they have so much knowledge to send. Her name is Debbie Anderson, and she was born in England, and she's a natural healer who has worked in the magical sphere of spirituality all her life, a clairvoyant medium who now lives in Canada and has been doing, it, doing intuitive spiritual readings for more than 35 years around the world. And Debbie is here to discuss her technique called vibrational energy therapy and she has courses online and so on and so debbie was on the show promoting her new affirmation decks i am vibrational and i am sacred so if anyone wants to check that out uh, we can send you a link you know we can listen to the end of the show and we can talk a little bit about that well welcome debbie welcome back to the show Oh, thank you, Amy. I love that repeat offender. I, I truly love to, to have a label now. And, and it's nothing associated with drugs or, or violence or anything illegal, but it, it's illicit. I love it. Thank you. Yeah, that's what I call people. I've had people on the show two, three, four times, and they love when I say that because it's like, it's, it's a compliment to me. You want to be back on the absolutely. show. Absolutely. It's I a love compliment having... to me as well. An absolute honor, in fact, to come back on again. Yeah. Yes, it's well, you're, you know, I love the first show we did. I thought, you know, vibrational energy, you know, uh, vibrational energy therapy. You know, I yeah. do integrated energy therapy, which is healing with the angels. So I like to inform people and our listeners about different ways that they can have integrated um, modalities, healing modalities. So I thought vibrational therapy, what the heck's that? So Debbie, yeah. like, tell us a little bit more about your background. I know we talked about it on the previous show, but we yeah. covered it briefly in the intro. So Tell us a little yeah. bit about your journey to where you are now. Well, I'm a clairvoyant medium, as you said. And, of course, I, uh, people sort of say, well, you're born that way. And I suppose, in a way, I was born psychic, like everybody is psychic. When we connect mm -hmm. into that vibration and understand that, oh, my gosh, it makes life so much easier. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. we, we live in a society where everything's about labels and certificates, and you have to be this or that or whatever. So I think we right. sometimes get lost in the uh, that vibration of what, what should I be? You know, I, I need mm -hmm. to learn this. Well, everybody that's listening, you have this inside you already, just like me. The difference is I went on to hone those skills. And I went on to hone those skills so I could share with other people like yourself, like Amy and everybody else um, that's had readings with me or shares my weekly readings, that kind of thing. But everybody has it in the... Um, within themselves to actually ask their own questions. So yes, I was sort of born with it, but we all are. Okay. Uh, mm -hmm. Did I become a clairvoyant overnight? No, that took some years and as I say, honing my skills, but it was always there, like with everybody. And, you know, I, 
you just keep working with it every day. We were just talking earlier on on before we came on about the way spirits send us little messages and little prompts and things like that. And that's exactly what we need to be open to, and not with our listening ears, <laughs> with our heart, <laughs> our heart ears. Yep. Because our listening mm-hmm. ears become the confusion. The you can't do that. That's the consciousness. The uh, the heart is the subconscious or the unconsciousness. I I always say it's like the consciousness of love, and mm-hmm. that's what we need to connect with. So I I I didn't want to bore everybody that's listened before. I'm like oh gosh, we've heard all this before. Don't babble on. Just get to the stuff. The the uh, crux of everything we want to hear. <laughs> That's okay. We're we're both passionate about what we do, you know. And I like to say, you know, I might be psychic or psychotic. I still don't know the difference. I'm just kidding. But uh, I think it's just a few letters. That's it. (laughs) You know, you just sometimes you get these messages. Am I psychotic? What the hell's going on? Um. Anyway, I'm just telling you. I had a recent experience with that. I'm like, and it's like, no, you're picking up correctly. You know, oh, well, it's it's just um, a situation from my past uh, person from my past that uh, I felt was trying to plug into me. And Um, uh, yeah, well, plugging in, he's, you know, he's getting deplugged right now, unplugged, and he's going to get. Absolutely. Cut those ties, chop them up and bury the bugger. Yes. (laughs) But I, not in yeah, the actual exactly. sense for anyone who's listening in. We're not we're not committing a, a vis, an actual crime here, but it's very important, especially this year. I know we're getting off subject a little bit, but this it's year okay. especially, 2020, is all about I am. And that's about mm-hmm. you and me and everybody that's listening. That is your frequency, and that is what we need to tap into. And anything that's hanging on or trying to drag us down yep. in a negative way, mm-hmm. get rid of them and for any of you saying yeah but they're family I can't so engage with them less engage with them on your terms you know there are ways around everything and so you know don't ever think you're trapped in that way and especially um, past hurts and past pains and past Mm -hmm. experiences you know when we accept people are in our life for a reason a season or a lifetime and then we let that go it's best and Mm -hmm. yeah it's yeah. so good for you, girlfriend. Well, yeah, it's it wasn't somebody that I was planning to reach out, but I felt like I was to do it for him. But he yeah. decided to take it another step further, which I did not. I was that was not my intention of reconciling or get back with him. I yeah. just wanted him to see how he was, and yeah. he took it to the next level. And I'm like, no, dude, I'm not interested in that. You are way back Me in the past. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. But you know, I Me love up. how people. I feel like how people, uh, and that's why maybe this is good, the, the healing modality that you teach is good to severing those ties and, mm-hmm. you know, helping people break free of that because now I have all my healer girlfriends are working on me. We're going to get rid of that MF or, you know. Absolutely. <laughs> and, of course, when we, I, you know, what we forget is how powerful we are in our energy. And mm-hmm. sometimes that comes about because people have continually kept us contained or kept Mm. us compressed or kept us down with the things Mm -hmm. they say and the way they act or the way they supposedly love us and that Mm -hmm. is I'm talking about love in in the way of not just um, those in a a physical love connection I'm talking about those friends uh, Mm -hmm. partnerships with our our family and that kind of thing that you know, mm-hmm. that love is a different vibration, but sometimes people feel that if they are keeping us down, they are in control. 
So mm. we've let them take our power. And, you know, we just have to, I always say, you know, like uh, you see a peacock. And mm-hmm. I don't know if I've used this analogy before with you, but when we, when you see a peacock, when it's just walking around in its natural state, its tail's down, its beautiful um, uh, peacock feathers are just trailing behind it in the ground. And it it's usually has its neck sort of bent over and just enjoying life, maybe pecking away at what's in front of it and eating and stuff like that. But when it comes into danger or it comes into a point where it needs to go, hey, you need to just step back. Uh-huh. It pushes, it brings its feathers up and then it sprays them out in this beautiful fan and it stands very upright in a quite mm-hmm. uh, imposing way that if you, you know, a bit like a swan, when it stands up and it opens its wings, you stand back mm-hmm. and go, okay, this is maybe not a good time to push with this person or with this animal. Maybe I just need to step back and give them their space. Well, that's what we need to do in ourselves. And the way we do that is we push out our aura. For anybody that's listening doesn't understand about an aura, that's that beautiful Mm -hmm. bubble that we have that covers us. That's those times when we go into a situation and we're going, oh, this feels really great. And our, Mm -hmm. our, our bubble, our aura expands out and pushes out and then touches other people and they feel great too and so on. Or we could go into a situation we go, whoa, this feels yucky or icky. Or, I need to get out of here. I need to get yeah. out of here. Well, follow that aura feeling and get the heck out of there right away. So when exactly. we're pushing out in our power, our aura, all we're doing that is in love. And what we're doing mm-hmm. is we're visualizing this love expanding out and out. So just see that. Uh, bubble whatever color you want to have it clear transparent gold whatever color you want to put around you and Mm -hmm. feel it like pushing out above you underneath you around you until it expands further and further out so that anything that is not wanting to have in your world like whether it's a a lover or a negative person a control person you will actually see them bouncing back getting further away from you. And it's such a simple thing. It's just a visualization technique. And each time as you're doing it, you're breathing in and taking in that love. And then as you breathe it out, then your bubble just goes out further. It goes further and further and further as you expand out. So that's a great way of uh, what I call keeping people at bay or keeping situations Mm. at bay or keeping those negative influences away from you. Because Unless you want to own them, Mm -mm. let them go. You know, I think we, especially women, sorry, gentlemen, if you're listening, this is not a slight against men, but women seem to be born with that um, chaotic uh, sense of we carry the guilt. Now, I know there are many men out there who are very sensitive and open to this, and they're feeling that same. So it's that female energy. And not that Mm -hmm. female and male um, should be different because we need to have both those elements of us in balance. The yin, the yang, Mm -hmm. the night, the day, the winter, the summer, the male, the female. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I can remember many, many years ago working in corporate world and coming Mm -hmm. across somebody who was very verbally violent. And they were verbally Mm -hmm. violent to their workers who were in fear of them. And sadly, one day they came and they were verbally violent to me. And I say sadly, not for me, but for them. And I just stood there. And when they had finished, 
I responded in exactly the same way they had to me. Mm-hmm. And the expression on their face, the shock that came over. And then the person said to me, you're being very aggressive. I said, <laughs> yes, now you know how it feels. Yes. Uh I said, this is what you do to everyone when you can't get your own way or something's not going right. And I said, so Uh instead of you getting people wanting to work with you, everybody avoids you. Uh I said, there is a different way you can do this. And Uh of course, they just sat. And of course, it was male and I'm a female. And of course, everybody around me is like, oh, my God, what's just happened here? Like somebody's actually shouted back at this senior person in the company and like, wow. you know they're all going well it was nice knowing her she's probably out of here in a few minutes anyway so you know <laughs> what the heck let's just stand and watch you know and this was of course in the days without cell phones so thankfully nobody recorded it but the person oh, just wow. stood and looked at me and then mm-hmm. said to my office so of course again everybody else is like oh my gosh this is it you know, we're going to see her carrying a little box out with her stuff in it. And I stood really proud. I did my peacock thing. I pushed my wow. feathers out and I stood really yeah. like, what? Because I'm like, all I was doing was standing up to that person. I wasn't right. trying to belittle them. But as they had belittled right. me, I gave right. that energy back to them. And they actually felt it. And when we got mm-hmm. behind closed doors, they said, you know, um, you embarrass me. And I said, but you actually embarrass me. So I said, you know, I know you're the boss, but, you know, what you were doing was totally wrong. Mm -hmm. And if you want me to leave, you're firing me, fine. I'm okay Mm -hmm. with that. But I truly think we've made a breakthrough here. And he just sat back down in his desk and sort of did the what the with me. Mm -hmm. And I sat Mm -hmm. down because I thought at that time I was standing up, he'd sat down. So you know that concept of when somebody's standing there above and so forth. And I didn't want him to, because he'd already sat down and I I was sort of waiting there for my cards to be given to me. And, you know, uh, thank Mm -hmm. you very much. It was nice knowing you. So at that point I sat down and I said to him, there is a better way, you know. And Mm -hmm. the whole idea is we're all working on the same team. And we had that whole conversation. And afterwards, I was in there about half an hour with him. And when I came out, I could see everybody like looking at me and then dropping their heads like, she's fired. And coming out with a big beaming smile on my face. And I said, I think we need to openly, in front of everybody, apologize to each other. And of course, his face was like, oh. I said, no, truly. I said, we need to do that. So mm-hmm. we, I walked out and we walked back into sort of the uh, production area where everybody was and he walked behind me and I said, can I have everybody's attention, please? And, like, and again, they're like, oh, here we go. This is going to be the, she's telling us she's been fired and he's just going to confirm it. So I said, I want to apologize. And then I said to the, per- the person's name and oh, everybody's okay. just like, oh, and then he said, and I apologize to you too. Oh, and wow. you could feel this wave go across the whole production for it's almost like whispers and then he went back to where he was and I went back to where I was and of course I knew my my office always going to have this knock 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 on and everybody wanting to talk to me so I had the you know what I call my out of order sign on the door do not disturb because I thought I don't want to get into the what happened why it happened and all the rest I wanted it finished right you know, and that was it, because you don't need to go into, you know, analysis paralysis, as I call it, into the right. why 
you know, all this right. and, you know, good on you or, you know, what happened, that kind of thing. Because it was, it was totally irrelevant. What I wanted myself to appreciate was I don't have to be bullied right. by anybody. Yeah. So mm-hmm. at that point, I had to trust in spirit that mm-hmm. they were putting me in this situation for a reason. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something in our lives when we have these, what I call, uh, defining moments. And I don't mean, you know, anything other than every every moment in our life can be defining. Uh, and we can either shy away from it or we can stand up. Mm-hmm. And we're in that whole vibration now. We're not mm-hmm. going to accept the crapola that people are going to throw at us. We're not going to accept all the excuses yeah. or the BS, as I our whole vibration is shifted Mm -hmm. and it was coming up to this since 2010 this has been happening when you think of it 2010 to 2020 that's 10 years Mm -hmm. but we needed that time to adjust and realign ourselves and create our frequency and any of you out there that say yeah but I'm not anywhere near you are where you are you're where you exactly where you need to be exactly at this moment mm-hmm. in your life. It's time. Exactly. Exactly. Nobody's you know, or below. Yep. We're all on our own separate journey. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And maybe we your are. journey is one thing and somebody else is something else. So don't keep trying to align yourself to everybody else. Mm-hmm. And I think this exactly. is sometimes where we fail for ourselves. Exactly. And I'm not saying okay. we fail fail we we don't give ourselves what we um appreciate and get you know sometimes we feel crappy you know i Mm -hmm. always say okay so you have blue day you have a down day let it just ride you don't have Mm -hmm. to step into that vibration just let it be maybe it's a day you need to contemplate and rest and regather your thoughts as it were Mm -hmm. think of it as a punishment or something like that which I have done and I still do occasionally to myself. You know, I've had mm-hmm. days where I wake up and I'm like, oh gosh, everything seemed like yesterday. Like, wow, it's happening. Wow, I'm getting there. And then the next day is like, mm-hmm. I'm flat. Like, oh mm-hmm. my gosh, did I just lift myself up for no reason? And I just hear in my ear, stop that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> stop that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're just having a yeah. day today. And this Mm -hmm. is the balance. This is what I say to people. We can't be in total elevation of joy and bliss all the time. We do have to experience that other side because that's life. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. uh, think of a a heart monitor in a hospital. And uh, when the heartbeat is uh, in natural, it goes up and down and up and down and beep, beep, Mm -hmm. beep, beep, beep. And that's life. We have those ups and downs and ups and downs. That's living when we flatline, everything is the same. That is exactly it. We die. Yep, yep, yep. And so mm-hmm. when we get into the vibration of going, okay, so today is a poopy day. Everything's not going the way it should be or it's not doing what I want it or it's not like yesterday, mm-hmm. which was a woohoo day. Mm-hmm. Just go, okay, so maybe I'm supposed to rest today. Maybe I'm supposed to eat ice cream and watch funny movies. Maybe I'm just supposed <laughs> to go out in the sun or and uh, or go out and jump in the puddles maybe that's what I'm supposed to do mm-hmm. go with it and I think when we get into that we don't fight it as much I'm sorry mm-hmm. I mean totally off the subject I think <laughs> that's okay because you know when you asked me about the experience I just when we opened the show 
I felt I was to be the messenger for this person just to say, hey, thinking of you, but don't think I want you back because I know they're in a crappy situation, which they have not moved on. Yeah. But I don't want you back. Yeah. (laughs) And that, that was... That was not only brave of you, and I, anybody that's doing this, there's a bravery inside of you because it's like, I want to help this person, but they need to help themselves. Exactly. And so you're in a marriage of 20 years that's shitty. I'm going to say the word shitty. And you keep going from what I'm, you know, you've contacted me prior because you were back and forth with her, and I was your first girlfriend. And we Mm -hmm. had our own problems, by the way. So you are now trying to hold on to something because but you're not free and I'm not one of those women that is going to accept your bullshit okay I don't accept you staying in a marriage you come to me free but even then I don't even know if I want you back because you were stupid then I think you're stupid now (laughs) yeah it's it's funny you say that because uh I I was in a a marriage for 20 years and sadly it was Mm -hmm. a, a violent one on occasion where, uh, you know, alcohol was involved and uh, control and things like that. So I needed to go through that experience to break free of it. So, you know, for anybody that knows me, I don't share that very often because people Mm. sometimes say to me, oh, you're always so happy, you're always so this and that. And Mm -hmm. going, you know what, until you've walked a mile in my moccasins, don't tell me you think you know me. I choose to be in this vibration like you do, Amy. You've chosen yeah. that vibration, you've moved away from it. It was an experience. I went from victim to victor. I chose right, exactly. to do that. Exactly, and I mean, yeah, 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 I mean. And I, I was, think we all have that, yeah. so we, we, yeah, need, we all have that, yeah. We need to yeah. accept those experiences, and you know, somebody you know, was going through, we were, I was sitting down with somebody, and they were going through their life, and. And I, for some reason, opened up about mine and my childhood and all the things that went on. And we just yeah. looked at each other and we burst into tears. And I said, mm. you know, that was very cathartic for both of us. And I've never shared this so openly with somebody that hasn't been a very, very close friend. And I said, that divine moment that we were put there together was for that mm-hmm. reason. And I said, right. and we embrace that and we move with it because both of us have done our healing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we that sharing brought it to the next level as it was. So I think that was, that's beautiful. And, you know, for anybody out there, I always say, so crap went on in your childhood. You had a crappy marriage, a crappy relationship, but now you have a choice. You have a choice. And stay in that vibration. Yeah. 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 You stay in that vibration. And if so, then do so. That is your choice. But you exactly. do have and a choice to move out of it. You truly do. You do. And, it, you know, and, okay, financially, fine, whatever. You know, yeah. he has a very good job. Whatever. You know, you have to sometimes sever, and he's got a daughter who's in her teens. What example are you doing for your daughter? Staying yes. in this situation. And it was yeah. like with my parents. I used to beg them to divorce. I'm like, would you guys divorce? Because there was alcoholism. <laughs> there was abuse. Yeah. There was physical violence in the household that I witnessed. And I, it impacted me. Maybe that's why I'm not ready, you know, getting going to get married again. Because, you know, I was just talking to a client about this. I don't want to live my parents' lives, and I haven't. There was one relationship that was like my parents, and that woke me up. Yeah, yeah. I think sometimes we align ourselves. It's like sometimes when people and uh, keep going into the same type of relationship again and again, mm-hmm. 
Yes. At some mm-hmm. point, we wake up. Mm-hmm. And I hope for mm-hmm. anybody out there that may be going through that, because when I left that relationship, I walked away from everything financially mm-hmm. and abuse and all of those kind of things mm-hmm. and you know what I was hearing from people how could you leave your lovely home how could you and I'm like you really are not getting it this is not, not about the stuff no it's not it's about <laughs> it's not about it's about okay so you're in a crappy relationship your health is going to be compromised your, you know, I would rather have myself and my health yeah. and, and I can rebuild. I can rebuild. Yeah. We're still young enough to rebuild here. But if you're going to choose to stay in that crap, that I can't help you. And that's yeah. what I think I came to. I was like, I can't help you. You are deciding to stay in this. And I, I was in a bad marriage, but I bit, I bided my time the last yeah. two to three years because my father was sick and I knew I was going to leave. And once my father right. died, I was like, screw this. Mm-hmm. I'm moving on. And I did. Yeah. And I got divorced. I left the state of New York. I moved down to Florida. I even severed ties with my mother and my two wow. sisters because of the abuse that I had gone through with my narcissistic mother. God bless her. She's where she's at, yeah. but she, yeah. you know, I had cut all ties. I mean, I changed my phone number, didn't have an address for a long time. I was a PO box. <laughs> Because I yeah. had to walk away from that. That took yeah. a lot for me to do, but I, you know, and I've done a lot of healing work on it. I don't resent them. They brought no. me in, but I chose to leave the entrance ramp of that. They came, I came through them, but I chose to go into another destination. I only Absolutely. came through them. And this is something that years down the line, people that know or knew of what had been happening in my life and... Mm-hmm know me and I said I have forgiven him I have released Mm -hmm. him with love because if I don't if I don't do that for myself Mm -hmm. I will forever be dragging that with me Mm -hmm. Exactly. Uh, like the law of the garbage truck you want to chuck it in the back there and carry it with you until it's so full you can't even move forward that's your choice Mm-hmm. But as mm-hmm. soon as you let it go and with love, because a lot of people say, how could you forgive him? Because if I don't, then I carry it forward. And, exactly. you know, there are people in life that I call loopers. Okay, and, yes, let's talk for, about spiritual loopers, I believe. Yeah, spiritual loopers, okay. because this is where, you know, we, we've all had these friends or we've been that friend. Okay. So I'm not okay. saying uh, I'm outside of that circle because I, I'm sure I've been a looper at some point. And that's when mm-hmm. the person comes to you, they're, they're talking to you, they're, they're going through all these troubles that are going on in their life and you're there uh, either assisting them and maybe, you know, they're saying, I need some advice and things like that. And then they go away and then we, we leave them to that. And then they they maybe leave that relationship and then go back into another relationship. And it's the same. Mm. Mm-hmm. And then or the same situation or whatever it is. Or they're not going to right. change anything. They talk about it, but they don't want to change it. So right. eventually we get to that point in our own frustration. Either that's a frustration of like, why the heck are you not getting this? Or are you so whatever? <laughs> Oh, oh my gosh. So we we get into our own frustration with them because either they're not seeing it or they just keep, as you say, repeat offenders, but not in a in a positive way, in a negative way. 
So Mm -hmm. what I always say to people at that point is don't bring on the frustration from their experience into your life now. Mm -hmm. That time will come when you will just sit with that person again and they'll start reeling off this same story, maybe with a different person or a different job or whatever, Mm -hmm. but it's the same story looping round. And at Mm. that point, I say nothing more than I I hug them and I say, I'm sure you're going to work it out Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. I'm not going to give them any more advice. I'm not going to get caught up in that vibration myself. I'm not going to um, let my frustration build up within me because we we do that. You know, we'll come away from a situation. We're like, oh, my God, how could they still be doing this? And and then we get frustrated and then we get. And uh, we move into mm-hmm. that shift with them, even though it's not our, our thing. It's like, well, how can they be, you know, allow this to happen to them? Well, how can they, how can they, how can they, how can they? So by mm-hmm. hugging them, whether that's virtually or in a, in a physical way, I'm just, you know, it's almost like the there, there, there. I'm sure you'll mm. work this out. I'm sure you'll get the answers. So you're not oh. enabling them. Right. Right. And then yeah. we step back from it and they can keep looping as many times as they like. But the next time they come to us with that same loop, we're not going to feel that anxiety. We're not going to feel that. How can I fix this? How can mm. I make it better for them? Exactly. Exactly. So that's well, what I mean by yeah. loopers. They, and okay. we, we've, we've been them and we've seen them. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and, yeah, believe you know, me. And again, yeah, yeah. more so for women than men, we want to try and make it right. You know, like, mm-hmm. let's put the Band-Aid on the, uh, the the scuffed knee, give them a hug, mm-hmm. and everything will be okay. But until mm-hmm. they move into their own frequency of acknowledging where they are in that loop and what they're adding to it, like you were saying with this relationship, you've stepped out mm-hmm. of the loop. Yep. Now that person can yep. loop around, keep doing the same thing over and over again, yep. same type mm-hmm. of relationship, same kind of thing, but now you're yep. watching from the outside. Exactly, and that's what I had to remove. So we are with Debbie Anderson today. She is our special guest, and we will be right back after this commercial break where we're going to be talking about vibrational energy therapy. We'll be right back. Hello, my name is Amy Toy, the host of Angel Answers with Amy Toy. Besides being a radio show host, I'm also an intuitive counselor who provides spiritual insight into matters of the heart. Are you confused about your love life? Thinking of getting a new job? Wondering about your purpose and why you are here? I work very closely with not only the angelic realm, but also those who have crossed over to the other side. All sessions are strictly confidential. I also offer long-distance healing sessions using angelic energy. This angelic energy, also known as Integrated Energy Therapy, IET, can be done through Skype or on the phone and helps you get the issues out of the tissues. For first-time clients only, I am offering a 20% discount. You can find me online on amytoyamytoy.com, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, or email me at angelicamy35 at gmail.com or simply call 727 514-7323. May the angels carry you through. And this is for entertainment purposes only.
And this is Amy Toy with Angel Answers with Amy Toy. We have a very special guest, Debbie Anderson, who is going to tell us a little bit more about vibrational energy. In the first half of the show, we've got, uh, we had some personal experiences we shared, but that may help somebody out there today. So Debbie, welcome back to the show. Um, Thank you. How? Tell us a little bit about this vibrational energy. What is it? I know it's a healing modality. Like I said, I like mm. to educate my, my listeners about it. So you're... Is this something you discovered right. on your own or how did, well, it, what is it? It was actually it something it? I discovered on my own. But before we step into that, what we need to remember is vibrational energy is it a whole world vibrates and moves. It shifts mm-hmm. like all over the place. We're happy, we're sad, we're calm, we're angry. All of those emotions vibrate on their own channel. It's like listening to the radio station. Sometimes we find we're tuned into the golden oldies and sometimes we're not. It's crackly and mm-hmm. just not working for us. So this is everything in and around us. Everything is vibrating at its own frequency. That's like sometimes we can, as we said, you know, we'll we'll be somewhere and we just know it's great and we want to be with those people or we don't want to be with those people. So when mm-hmm. we realize that vibrational energy is exactly that, it's like a, the this energetic field that surrounds us. I called it an aura earlier on. We're in that okay we're in that emitting our own frequency so vibrational energy therapy that i created uh, was actually um, a connection between touch sound and color Mm. and when it came to me and i say came to me I woke up one morning and my husband, who is not an early riser, he's not somebody that's in that great vibration straight off the bat. He needs his coffee and his time to contemplate and wake up, as he calls it, whereas I'm that sort of out of the out of the, the, the gate running kind of thing. So uh, mm-hmm. I said to him, can I just do what I was I experienced last night, learned on you and he's sort of sitting on the bed and you know he's used to this with me he's a past life regressionist so it's not anything really new kind of thing but so he said well okay so he sat there I said well just close your eyes and just be there you know in the attention so I started to do this um uh touching and tapping and uh scrolling on uh, I call it scrolling like moving my hands in and around and it's just on the head down to the uh, bottom of the torso, so where our bottom is, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. it, it's on that whole area there, our arms, our hands, and the head area. So I did this, and of course, I, I'm going, he said, well, what is it? And I said, I don't know. I haven't even contemplated that part. It was just shown it last night. I said, but how do you mm-hmm. feel? He said, I feel awake. I feel balanced. I feel mm-hmm. Great. So I said, oh, thank you very much. And at that point, I hadn't got the the sound and the color part of it. So that came a little bit later uh, with mm-hmm. it. So it was like, OK, so I it's basically six different movements working on the upper body. As I said, the head, the arms and the hands. And mm-hmm. it's just gentle touch. So what that's doing is allowing the energy field to clear any fog, as I call it, spiritual fog, oh. physical fog, whatever. Because sometimes <laughs> like we, 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 we wake up or we're feeling groggy or maybe we have a headache or we're feeling sort of, oh, gosh, you know, that clogged up, as I call it. And it just shifts and moves it. What it's doing, uh, I found out, is working on the meridian points of the body. Oh. 
And so if you, for anybody that's listening that knows about their chakras, it works on them, but not specifically. Because if anybody's looked at an acupressure chart, you'll see a human body there with the arms splayed out and the legs splayed out and all these little dots on it. And for anybody that does reflexology or anything like that, they'll know that there's pressure points on all the different parts of the body that if we touch, say, our toe, it can uh, affect our kidneys and so forth. So when we understand that this vibration of us has all these different body parts, physical body parts, that are all interconnected through these meridian points, then it makes it slightly easier to understand, i.e. we're not, you know, I... Uh, for many years uh, before I realized that uh, this was uh, something that helped was if I got a cold, I was feeling very bunged up. I would place my two pointy fingers, as I call it, on the ridge of my nose and then just swipe them down the sides of my nose and out across my cheeks. Mm. And anybody that's done that, you know that what happens is it relieves, it, it decongests. And I didn't know till many, many years later that that is a technique that's actually used. So mm-hmm. when we do things naturally, just mm-hmm. do it. You know, like sometimes people will, you know, stroke their forehead or, you know, place their hands on their head and sort of gently massage their scalp. Or, you know, one of my favorite ones is I always, uh, if I've got a headache, I always put my thumb in what I call the little uh, denty piece at the uh, the back of your head there, that little indent, and then gently yeah. massage that. And that relieves the headache. But these are things that we tend to do naturally. Like anybody that's had children, you know, the kid, as I say, scuffs their knee, they come running in. Mm-hmm. And usually it's just that soothing calming energy that we emit we don't necessarily know it's happening we pick the child up we you know look at the knee that's scuffed and we we bathe it and we hug them and then we put the band-aid on and then they go back now we haven't healed anything fixed anything because the little the scuff is still there but they feel better Mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. they have just, you know, the pain is still there for anybody mm-hmm. that, you know, when I was growing up, we used to, uh, you know, the scabs on our knee, as you picked mm. them after you'd done that, you know, dove into off your bike into uh, the gravel kind of thing, and then you'd have those little pits that would uh, eventually heal, but they would go into little scabby scars, and, of course, you always had to pick them. So all of us know mm-hmm. that they take a while to heal. As children growing up, we know they take a while to heal. But in that moment, that child has jumped off their parents' lap or whatever it is, and they've gone running back outside. So that has been a natural way that we, as a a parent or caregiver or whomever in that instance, has given that to that person. So without even realizing it, we've worked on their vibration. We've worked on their energy field. Mm -hmm. So going back to vibrational energy therapy, It incorporates, as I said, sound and color. And of course, if we go back to uh, back in time and especially look at uh, the way that color plays an important part in our lives. It goes back in history to ancient Egyptian priests where they believed that the sun had specific therapeutic benefits to restore health. Mm -hmm. So they would Mm -hmm. build like solarium rooms where they erected color panes of glass 
And then they would allow the, the patient to be behind that or close to that. And what would happen is the sun would hit those rays, uh, those colors, and it would emanate. And anybody that's been into a church which has stained glass windows, when the sun hits mm. them and it comes out, it's just beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I think this is why stained glass is becoming such a thing that people like to have stained glass in their homes. And if we mm-hmm. have crystals, they create prisms when the sunlight hits them, which create mm-hmm. colors and mm-hmm. it lifts us up. So that energy alone in color is so important. And, you know, today we, 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 if we think of um, our environment and see, uh, you know, the colors that soothe us in, in Mother Nature alone, She's created so many wonderful things that blend into the background to create protection. And yet they're all magnificent in their color. They stimulate, they, they relax or invigorate. So, and color therapy has been used by many practitioners to assist healing emotions, motivating the mind, assisting the body and so on and so on. And I think it's called mm-hmm. chromotherapy, I think. Mm-hmm. So if I'm, I'm wrong on that, please, please don't you know, uh, cut me down. But uh, so it, it works on it works on healing power through color. So when mm-hmm. I was given color in the respect, I, I'm going, OK, so how is this going to incorporate into this therapy? And what it does mm-hmm. is actually once the patient has or I should say client, I don't say patient, sorry, once the client has experienced the five minutes, because that's all it takes for this therapy, five minutes mm-hmm. of this uh, they're listening to a CD, which is a Theta sound CD that I've created. So they're listening mm-hmm. to this. They're having this wonderful five minutes of what I call boost of their energy. Mm-hmm. And then the completion of it, it's so wonderful because I love the, the sort of afterwards when I'm talking to people, especially if they've experienced it the first time, you know, the, the mm-hmm. question goes out to them on the completion is what color do you see or sense Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. usually they'll come out with a color and then I give them this lovely little booklet which has all the different colors in it Mm -hmm. what I love about that is because some people say well I saw orange and orange isn't a color I like I'm going to read orange and if it resonates with you take it on board and if it doesn't you let it go and then they'll read the definition of orange is like, oh my gosh, that's exactly what's going on in my life at the moment. And so to mm. me, that's further proof that we couldn't have said, because, you know, I see some people sitting there and they're going, I need to color, I need to choose a purple or blue color. I need to choose that because I know that's very spiritual. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden <laughs> yeah. they come out with brown or gray and, you know, and I've had people say this afterwards, I, I wanted it to be blue or purple or violet or indigo and what I call the, the higher chakra colors. And then they say, but I saw black. And I said, but black is the most beautiful color. It incorporates every single color in black. Mm-hmm. Whereas mm-hmm. white is the omission of every color. So that's even beautiful. Like every color has its resonance with our body, with what's happening at that particular time when we're receiving that therapy. And I've actually had, uh, when I teach this, and I, it is available as an online uh, course now, but when I teach it, uh, the, uh, the students are all working with each other. 
And of course, mm. they're continually working with each other. And some people say, but I see a different color each time. And I said, because that's a different vibration that's now coming through. You know, the first mm -hmm. one was you shifted something. And then the second one is shifted. They're like, oh, OK, that makes sense. <laughs> you know, they expected to see <laughs> yeah. the same color every time. And I said, well, mm -hmm. there's obviously a different resonance. And some people that have seen the same color again, I always say, well, then that's something really significant for you, like playing with a deck of cards and oracle cards or tarot mm -hmm. cards and you keep getting the same card that's significant there's something mm -hmm. maybe you're not accepting or it needs to resonate with you even for more than it did before so mm -hmm. that's how the three elements are incorporated into what i've created as vibrational energy therapy and mm. some people use it with sound with tuning forks and some people use it with just color and as i say this is just another form. Now, what I love about this for anybody that does any other kind of treatments, so whether it's massage or Reiki or reflexology, this therapy is such a, a, a quick fix one. Mm -hmm. So I love it. If I go to um, expos and things like that and I'm, I'm doing readings and sometimes I'll do just the therapy, Mm -hmm. And people come along and I said, well, it's only five minutes. So I get especially people that are working there, you know, maybe somebody that's doing healing or somebody that's doing um, uh, psychic readings or something like that. They come and say, oh, gosh, I feel really clogged at the moment. I feel really foggy because, you know, when you go into these big expos and exhibitions and healing, things like that, there can be a mix of energy going on there. And it can be a little bit overwhelming for anybody that's working there. Plus, if there's not really what I call nice lighting, you know, these um, uh, the tube lighting, it can also create a, a resonance around. Us. So for them to have like five minute tune up, it's great. And kids especially love this because children do not have the... Uh, Filter. ability to want to sit there for yeah. a, a long treatment there's very few children <laughs> I know there are some out there that would love you know I, mm -hmm. it, as a child if I had got the offer of a massage I'd have just laid there all day I, I would have enjoyed it but most kids it's like how long is this going to take and all the rest of it mm -hmm. when I, I was in Australia many years ago I was teaching this course and I got the uh, pleasure of staying at one of the uh, the person that was organizing that was also learning it at her home uh, as her guest mm -hmm. and uh, mm -hmm. the next morning uh, we get up and she said oh her son who was about eight or eight years old I think he was then and she said oh he's really in a sort of a grungy you know he's feeling very nauseously sick and I said oh that's really cool. you know such I said have you uh, offered to do the vibration energy therapy she said I did but he said no way I said but oh I thought he was open, you know, like she does Reiki and, you know, she has a metaphysical, mm -hmm. she had a metaphysical store and stuff like that. So this kid was immersed in this and he wore, mm -hmm. he loved crystals and stuff like that. So I said, oh, okay. So she said, yeah, mm -hmm. sometimes he can be like that. So I said, well, let me have a chat with him. And, I'm, you know, I'm not going to push the point because that's down to the individual, as we know. So mm -hmm. uh, we were sitting there and I said to him, I hear from mom, you're not feeling too good today. He said, yeah, I feel sort of a little bit nauseous and he did look very gray and I said oh maybe you got a bit of a tummy upset he said yeah I don't know what it is so I said would you let me do the vibrational energy therapy on you so of course he said well what is it and I, I explained it briefly I said but it's five minutes you know that's all mm -hmm. okay sure do it so mum's sort of going okay good so um I finished the uh, treatment and uh I said to him so how are you feeling he says what did you do to me 
I said, no, I'm asking you how you're feeling. He said, no, what did you do to me? And I said, well, <laughs> you know, it's just moving the vibrations in you. He said, I feel much better. He said, I feel like I'm alert. And mm-hmm. and you could actually see the physical change because mom had noticed it, that his face seemed brighter. And mm. I said, well, that's good. And he said, yeah, and it's funny, the color I chose as well, because it wouldn't be one I chose. And I said, but did it make sense to you? He said, oh, yeah, sure. You know, like it blow this kind of stuff off oh sure yeah so he gets off and he sort of hops away and I said but before you go I said your mum knows how to do this so if in the future something like this happens or you want it you can ask her to do it and of course again it's like kids oh sure okay and then he's just off kind of thing but we both saw that transformation within him in just a few moments and it was really lovely because as a kid he didn't want to be sitting there for ages he wanted to go and watch the tv mm-hmm. now there was kids programs on tv and that's what he wanted to do so mm. he went and laid there but he was much brighter and much more not feeling yicky sick and i know if you've got a tummy where you're feeling really sick it's like all you mm. want to do is just lay there and sometimes please take me is the expression I would use. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The the Mm -hmm. electrolytes in my body, you know, the coconut water's not working. The dry toast is definitely something I don't want to eat and all those kind of things. (laughs) And it's like, oh, please make this go away. So, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, that was an experience. And then uh, one of uh, one of my students had uh, said that their teenage son who was, um, had been out partying all night, as she put it. And we know where that goes. We were young ones. Mm -hmm. And uh, Mm -hmm. he had to go to work the next day but when he woke up he was hung over and he knew that his mom had done this uh, therapy and did it on others so he said mom you've got to fix me <laughs> mom you've got to fix me and she he, she laughed because she said she, she, he said that new thing that you've been trying on all of us you, you know because I always say to everyone once they finish you know go home and keep work with people that you know and then you know get the feedback kind of thing because mm-hmm. this Vibrational energy therapy works on different things. It doesn't just work on a headache. It, I always mm. say it clears the fog. It reattunes and realigns all those meridian points in the body to get it all mm. connected and working the way it should for us. So anyway, she did the uh, the treatment and, you know, he said, because he had to go off to work and he, he was looking very doggy, to say the least. Mm. So she did the five minutes with him and he went off to work and uh, she said he bounced out of the, uh, out of the door because like kids, they hadn't, he hadn't uh, aligned himself for the time kind of thing. So off he went and she said he came back and he was bouncing off the walls when he came back after he'd done his shift at work. So he said, mm. you know that thing you did on me this morning, it really worked. He says, I'll, I'll use it again when I need to. <laughs> so here's, uh, here's my hangover cure. <laughs> So I love those um, the the feedback and those kind of things because that's the realness of this. Now for other people it can just be I feel relaxed, I feel mm. more centered, I feel mm. awake or alert. So you know those are extremes as I call it. But you know sometimes mm. we have those extremes that come in when we're doing healing mm. for others uh, through mm-hmm. whatever modality we do. So it's really that whole thing. So the, the, you're getting the tapping, the touching, this very, mm. what I call, gentle effluage of um, movement across the upper half of the body. And, mm. you know, some 
say, well, what if somebody can't bear touch? Then it can be done on the auric field because it's still connected to our energy. We've talked about chakras. We've talked about um, mm -hmm. uh, auric fields and things. You know, we it's it's very much there. So and it resonates with the person. The music is just bringing them to a theta level. So that's just above sleep state. We go into theta mm -hmm. level when we're meditating. And that's why some mm -hmm. people, when they're in a meditation, you know, especially if it's one, you know, I've had sometimes when I'm, I'm doing a meditation class or something like that, it takes a while to grab somebody back <laughs> because they're yeah. off in that theta mm -hmm. level. They're there in their zen. And I can see they don't want to come back. But for the rest of the class, they do have to come back because that that's the end of the meditation. And I always say to people afterwards, you know, I'm sorry I had to bring you home kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But now you know how to get back there again. You can do this on your own and mm -hmm. stay there as long as you mm -hmm. want, obviously exactly. in safe conditions and that kind of thing. Because I have actually had somebody say to me, can I meditate while I'm driving? I said, you can, but you no. may not live long. You may not live long, really. That is a bit like putting, you know, tin foil into the microwave and switching it on. They're those kind of things that you can do, but they have adverse re, re, um, responses or, or, or happenings with them. So, no, you cannot meditate while driving or using machinery. And I always say it's not good to meditate if you've had alcohol either or if you're on no. prescription drugs of any no, no. Um, psychotic yeah. uh, or psychedelic yeah. way. Because it, it, yes. it's not a good space to be in. You can, of course, no. you can do it. People will do it. But, you right. know, I, ha I, I know this sounds silly, but on my meditation music or my meditations, when people buy them, it has a little disclaimer on it. Do not use while driving. <laughs> and I know that sounds absolutely incredulous to mm -hmm. have to put that on there. But that's why? <laughs> because there are still yeah. some people out there that would think it's okay. So, you know, and yeah. I don't quite do it at the beginning of my meditations, but I do try to emphasize, you know, to people, you know, find a quiet, comfortable spot where you're not going to be interrupted. You're away from any, you know, pinging, tinging, moving objects or whatever, and you're just sitting comfortably. So you can close yeah. your eyes in safety. Mm-hmm. And yep. so, you know, and as I say, I'm sorry, we do live in a, uh, in a in a lifetime where sometimes stupidity should not be rewarded. But we <laughs> very careful to let people know all those parameters, yep. you know. So mm -hmm. anyway, yeah, stupidity in my world, I always say to people, will not be rewarded. <laughs> well, well, Debbie, we're coming to a close. Oh, my God. I don't know where this, uh, where this, starts. wow. We may have you on again. <laughs> Oh, well, we can definitely pick up uh, another conversation. <laughs> yes. So, Debbie, where can people find more uh, more, uh, more about you, your docs, your courses, your work? Yeah, go to my website, vibrational-energy.com. On the landing page, on the very top, it says start here. And on that page is the podcast that I'm on, like this one, my weekly readings, which you can listen to and subscribe to, my newsletter, how to download the mobile apps for free, and also get access to purchasing my decks or readings or courses. And as I said, the vibrational energy therapy uh, course is available as an online course. And so okay. you can work it through your uh, at, at your own pace through videos and uh, meditations and connections and that kind of thing. So yes, and everything else is on there, like connecting with me on social media as well. So vibrational energy.com. 
Well, Debbie, it was a pleasure. Thank you for coming back on the show. I always enjoy our conversations. I definitely think we're going to, we had more stuff to cover, but we just. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. And thank you. It's, it was a great honor being invited onto your show. And a second time as a repeat offender. I love that. Thank you. <laughs> you well, you, it's three times a charm. So uh, oh, we'll definitely have to schedule good. something. <laughs> Well, this is Amy Toy for Angel Answers with Amy Toy. May the angels carry you through to next week. Take care, everybody. Look upon.